Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to the Nurture Heart Approach February podcast. I'm Catherine Stafford in Mill Creek, Washington. I am a licensed clinical social worker and a Nurture Heart Approach advanced trainer, counselor, and author. I'm really happy to be joining my co-host this morning in Tucson, Arizona. Howard Glasser is the creator of the Nurture Heart Approach and chairman of the Children's Success Foundation. Good morning, Howie. Hi, Catherine. How are you today? I am fine, thank you. How are you? I am tickled about being here with you and being here with our guest. Do you want to tell people about our guest today? Well, you know, I do want to talk about our guest, but actually I was remembering that since our last conversation, you have held the certification training intensive in Tucson. So I wanted to kind of get a quick sense of how that goes this year, or this, yeah, this year in January. Well, you're asking a very biased person. But uh, Indeed. The, I, I thought it was fantastic, and the feedback was really stunning. I, I, I felt like my goals were met of getting the training to be best ever and to, to bring, bring up the level of, um, of leadership and coaching for returning <clears throat> trainers and, and have that coaching come alive for new trainers and have people feel like they could march out into – various adventures and really do implementations, not just teach the approach to a school, but, you know, guide them and mentor them into uh, really uh, uh, bringing it to life in their school. So I was very, very excited to see what transpired. Excellent. I wish I could have been there. I I, I was hearing the same kind of feedback, so I'm glad that was your personal experience Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, I want to take a moment, Hi, we have to thank our listeners, too. anybody who's joining us live, thank you for taking the time. We really appreciate that. And for anybody else who's listening later to the archive broadcast, we hope that you'll feel inspired by today's guests. Before we get on to today's guests, it's that time again, Howie, and now that we're on our fourth, we're on our fourth podcast, you and I, and so I find myself each month now looking forward to you know, what iteration is going to come out of your mouth in terms of the essence of Nurture Heart Approach so we give context to listeners who are tuning in? If you could only see me now, I'm, I, I kind of took my palm in my hand and rubbed my forehead and go, okay, I have no idea what I'm going to say. But, you know, the approach began with my work with challenging kids, and it um, it it came to life as I you could deeply, maybe radically appreciate kids for uh, all the wonderful things they were already doing. Even the most challenging kids could be accused of um, uh, wonderful choices at pretty much any given time. Nobody's 24-7 bad. So, you know, as I saw, you can... um, light up the runway for them by uh, talking about 
what we see and appreciate. Um, I got to see that you could even turn that up over the years to uh, a level of greatness. And, and you know, now I kind of uh, see the Nurtured Heart approach as a way of awakening greatness in children. So um, it's a work in progress, and um, I love what people using it are doing with it. And um, I hope for those who are new to it and hearing about it for the first time, you get inspired by what you hear, and 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 I'm also last thing I'll say is is I am um, thrilled to the core when I hear about people taking it into uh, places I never personally would have taken it to, and right. I never would have suspected like today's guest. Right. Well, I think that that's exactly right, and I think we, we have been talking about children and schools for the last couple of months, and today is going to be that perfect example of how it can go into realms never imagined. So today we're joining East Coast and West Coast. We have two truly brilliant and passionate Nurtured Heart Approach Advanced Trainers who are sharing their experience with igniting greatness and positivity in the workplace. Um, and so our first guest is Alita Bayer, joining us from California. Alita brings her experience um, as the founder of the Nurtured Heart Solutions, where she provides training and coaching as a certified Nurtured Heart Approach Advanced Trainer. Alita is a multidiscipline professional coach. She's got over 20 years as a master's level psychotherapist. She's been using uh, strength-based positive psychology. Now she's providing trainings with a focus on helping others create positive workplaces where individuals, leaders, and organizations flourish. Alita is the Chief Operations Officer of the Positivity Pulse Division of ISIS, which is Innovative Specialist Inspirational Services, and she's co-authored a couple of books, The Power to Change and The Seven Steps to Ignite Flourishing Leaders, Teams, and Organizations. Good morning, Alita. Good morning, Catherine and Hallie. How are you guys today? We are great. I hope I got all of that right. <laughs> yes, that was quite a mouthful. Thank it is. That's a lot of accomplishments. It absolutely is. It's very impressive. Our next guest is the amazing Sherry Blair, and she's coming to us today from New Jersey. And Sherry Blair is the CEO of ISIS, Innovative Specialist Inspirational Services, where she inspires and motivates others by applying and encouraging positive psychology. She's a licensed clinical social worker. She's a board-certified professional counselor. She's a diplomat professional coach a certified advanced nurture heart trainer. She teaches at the University of California's Graduate School of Social Work and is also the author of several books. Um, as a positivity coach, Sherry teaches others to speak through their hearts in synergy with their minds to achieve results and resolve conflict. Um, Sherry also has a website that any listener may want to check out, which is issnj.us. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ms. Catherine and Howie. How are you both doing today? Great, Catherine. Fantastic. Great. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for, Thank you for us. having us on the show. You're absolutely welcome. I have a question for you because you guys are New Jersey and California, so I'm I'm kind of curious how you guys came to connect and work together okay. and develop this this passion that you both share. Well, that's that's really pretty interesting because we are, as you say, on different coasts, and who knew? But today the world is getting so much smaller, right? Well, we met originally through the Nurtured Heart trainings in Tucson, and I was there as an advanced trainer, and Sherry was coming to take the advanced training. And you know those great little um, clusters that you put us into, Howie, for training and mentoring? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Sherry was in my group. So that's originally no how we met. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how we met. And um, <laughs> I, I was impressed by Sherry's brilliance, and she was uh, attracted to what huh? I was doing as well. And Pardon? I said it's it's quite impressive, isn't it? <laughs> yes, and just her overall positivity and her energy was amazing. And so we became friends at, at that particular training, you know, as we were there for several days together. And then as the, um, as the time went on, as we left and went back to our places, I started working, Howie, as you remember, with you um, in producing the first Global Summit ever. That's right. Well, Sherry is That's well. right. And Sherry as well. And so the two of us worked closely for all those many, many months together as we were doing it. But we, and, and we, while we were working, Sherry was working on her first book for the workplace. And it was really interesting. And we just both got interested. And as I was working with parents, the parents would always say, gee, I wish I had this in my workplace. We could really mm-hmm. use this in our workplace. Mm. And then once I read Sherry's book when it was done and the beautiful fable that she had written um, illustrating how Nurtured Heart works well in the workplace, then we decided that we would work together and co-author this, um, this self-guided book, The Seven Steps to Ignite Flourishing Leaders, Teams, and Organizations. So that's the short version of how it all began. <laughs> I love that. You guys are meant to come together, absolutely. And I have to say, Sherry, I, I, I was thinking as I was reading your introduction and how we kind of alluded to it, <clears throat> excuse me, you, um, when I was reading it, you have a sense of humility in your introduction because there's a lot that you left out, I think. And so I'm guessing I, I would like you to kind of start with the idea of, Kind of your ISIS, your positivity pulse. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and the mission of kind of your positivity pulse piece of your business? Oh, Is that the right sure. way to put that? Um, well, Isis, not that I always reveal this, but it is about the Egyptian goddess. So it's about, you know, really tapping into that feminine power. But that came about when I started serving children and families in the wraparound program here in New Jersey. And um, I wanted to find a title of the program or of the organization that would have meaning. And anyway, I won't bore you with all those details, but um, in some ways um, the power, uh, there were mostly women raising the children and uh, there was that power of that energy. And I wanted to really find a way to tap into it. And then I came up with the inspirational and innovative because I do, I'm a bit out of the box, (laughs) Mm -hmm. as some people would say. Um, And then a number of years before that too I had been working as a business consultant and um, one of my clients is um, has a national talent competition so I work with kids who are having so much fun showing their amazing greatness as performing artists and they get judged and blah 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 Um, but I noticed when I would run these shows all across the country that there was a certain kind of pulse depending on or a vibe depending on the team that would run a show Um, And then I realized that some shows were so highly energetic and when you were really honoring the children and respecting and, um, you know, you're on the show constantly no matter where you are when you're running a show like that uh, with the parents and the children. So that's where I came up with, you know, we need to have positivity pulse. Um, But then it became more profound as, uh, again, I had no vision to have my own organization and employees. I wanted to 
just be self-employed and do things that I loved. But um, what happened was it, it just kind of opened the door and it happened, so I went with it. But I realized, too, that um, I wanted to have an organization where it was nurturing and people felt valued and recognized. So anyway, I came up with Positivity Pulse, and my first book came out of me after that training, after meeting Howie, um, Elisa Bravo was there at the time, and um, Alita, and I wrote the book, for the most part, flying from Phoenix to Newark on every napkin, empty piece of paper, <laughs> everything that I could find that just started pouring out of me, wow. um, because I felt like this is what I needed. This is the epoxy that I needed to tie it all together. I was doing lots of positive psychology and stumbling along the way, but um, Nurtured Heart, for me, are, is, those, um, is the precision tools that I needed in order to transfer that to all of the people in my organization and the people that work with the children and the, and the parents. So that's kind of just the long story short. <laughs> and, and can I ask, um, you know, I, I guess I'm a little confused, but it doesn't matter. You have an organization, whether it came first or came after, is, isn't isn't so much the point is how to, how has it felt to bring um, nurtured heart to your organization in terms of all the aspects of administration supervision and uh, I'm very curious about your experience. I, I have the biggest smile on my face right now. <laughs> it's like Jersey style big, you know, and uh, I was, I like I said, I was stumbling along the way, and um, I didn't know how to convey and teach um, all the things that I was doing, and so, yeah, my, my fable or my powerball in the book talks about, you know, an employee that looks like they're flourishing because they're treated in a certain way versus one that's not, and that started happening as we got bigger. The more that employees got away from me, um, and not that I was all that or that great, it's just that I care about people and I want them mm-hmm. to feel cared for. And, um, you know, I, I'd worked in corporate, I had worked in hospitals with lots of bureaucracy, um, but I felt that some people weren't being noticed. They were only getting attention when, when they weren't doing things right when they weren't getting their billing in and you know and and if they weren't being supervised by me they weren't um by me or some of my other closer staff you know as we got bigger it got away from me and i kind of felt like i'd rather close the door than make this happen and that's i mean every point that i wrote in that book is true life that it happened i would rather close the door than have that happen so i made the decision to make nurtured heart the you know, part of the the major part of my brand. It is the branding attached to, um, you know, a couple other things, namely positive psychology, but it is the true epoxy, and it has changed everything. We barely have any disciplinary action issues. We're on top of it. We stick to the stands. We're um, able to transfer the information in a simple way. We keep refreshing over it, um, and I think that was the amazing thing about Alita's contribution is she took my book, which I think it's pretty good, you know, um, the first book, it's, but it really just got my message out. So now when we hire new people, it's like, here, 
This is how you should be expect to be treated. This is how we expect you to treat us, and this is how we expect you to pe- treat the people we serve. But Alita made, you know, had this vision with the coaching and making it into seven steps, and um, she has now made it even more powerful. So it has changed everything. I mean, we we have some really happy times, and and we serve really challenging populations. So it makes it easier for us to do our work oppression free. Mm. I would say. Well, maybe. That's a great segue uh, to um, ask Alita her experience of uh, 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 well, what what is your experience of getting this going and and translating what Sherry's just said to the workplace to organize organizing these thoughts so people could hear it differently. That's what I'm mm-hmm. hearing. Well, Holly, thanks for asking that because um, just as just as Sherry was sitting in the airplane, you know, writing crazily on all these napkins and knowing Sherry as well as I do, I can just, you know, I can picture it. I can picture it too. <laughs> yeah, and people were probably passing their napkins down the aisle for this crazy woman <laughs> was writing. You know, they probably thought she had a problem, but anyway, <laughs> I can just see it all pouring out of her. And when I actually, when she was telling me about the fable um, during the time that we were working together uh, on the first summit. I couldn't really see it. She was talking about, you know, caterpillars in the workplace, and I'm like, I just, I'm just so visual. I just needed to see it. But once I got a copy of her book, she brought it to the summit, and I think I stayed up all night and read it. And I was just on the fire, just like she was on that airplane going back. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, this is so amazing. This is, you've done it, because I was trying to think of how to get it into the workplace in a way that could be heard by adults in a way that would be welcome, and I just couldn't, like, put it together. But once I read her book, I was on fire about that. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, well, now you need a workbook. You know, are you coming out with a workbook? And Sherry was looking at me like, what? <laughs> you know? So I just immediately saw in my head um, a workbook with journaling pages and worksheets about their experience and questions to make them think and action steps to take. And it was just all over my brain. So... Once we were able to get together and go through the book, um, her book, then it took a while for me to actually put it into the steps in my mind. I'm one of these organic thinkers, and I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I have to kind of be in the soup for a while. Do you ever have that experience? Mm -hmm. You just have to be in the soup. Yeah, and let it kind of roll around. And then once I did that and sat down, I got it. I got it down, and Sherry and I worked closely together, and um, we went back and forth in creating the seven modules that we have, you know, each putting our input in. But one of the amazing things I found was all the research that has actually been done recently on why it's so important to have um, happy workers in the workplace. I mean, for example, did you know that, that when an employee is happy, there is a 46% reduction in the cost of employee turnover, did you guys wow. know that? Wow, that's remarkable. You know, I Not would have surprising. I would have guessed that, um, right? But I I'm so happy to hear there's research that proves that. There is so much recent research, so it made it really easy writing this because we were able to pull it in. Um, because some some workplaces they still think of happiness as being fluffy. You know, while other workplaces are seeing how much more happier they can make their employees, but it's not just about being happy, you know. It's about having that positivity pulse that Mm -hmm. Sherry was talking about. 
You know, it's about wanting to come to work. It's about wanting to give your best. It's about wanting to contribute and wanting to stay and wanting to be a part of it. And how do you get that across to employees? So that's mm. what our workbook is all about, mm-hmm. the how of doing that. I love that. I love hearing that. I, one of the greatest compliments I have ever had is uh, from a, a leader in the resiliency world saying that um, every single volume in that field talks about relationship, and, and for the most part, it's a paragraph in a book and or mm-hmm. a, a sentence in a presentation. And mm-hmm. they were saying that one of my books was a manifesto on relationship. And it sounds like uh, you're saying very much the same thing in terms of that word happiness that I see everywhere. And, um, and, and people don't necessarily explain, well, here's how you dial in happiness. Here's how, here's how you make that, as you would say, a positivity. It, I, like, I like how you've explained that today, um, Sherry. You make positivity pulse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm curious well, if I hear you. Oh, amazing sorry, sorry, about. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. No, carry on, um, please. Okay, I think too. Um, you know, Marty Seligman is a big cynic, and it was his five-year-old daughter that let him know that, and he wasn't happy about the term happiness. But the editors felt it would sell, and so it did. Millions of copies later. But um, now the new research shows, and he's a, uh, his new book talks about that. Is the it's the theory of well-being, and that's one of the ways that I've really gotten to get people to buy in, you know, buy in is a topic in change management process um, in corporate, they you know a lot about change management, but the buy in that I've always been able to do with people to buy into Nurtured Heart and why I I say this is a good thing um, and people, you know, trust me after all these years of running this program is that it is a good thing, but, and this is the how. The nurtured heart approach is the how. We have the research to say why this is good and what it does, but the, the, the nurtured heart approach is the how to do it, how to get there, how to make it, um, how to accelerate the process, how to use it as miracle grow, how to hold it together when things are falling apart is really what it means. Um, and then the new theory of well-being is that um, it's about positive emotion, engagement, meaning, positive relationship, mm-hmm. and accomplishment and uh, achievement. And those are all the things you get if you use the nurtured heart approach. So it only makes sense to really use it. And I did steal this from Marty, but at home, work, and play. You just have to use it everywhere. You need a positivity pulse everywhere, not just at work, not just at home, but even in your playtime. And then it's really, I think that's the beautiful thing about going to the advanced training is that it becomes who you are. I remember one of my staff said, you didn't have to go there. This is how you always treat people. And I said, yes, I did have to go there because I wasn't fluent. And when I came back from the training, it became, I became fluent. Like, I want to speak Spanish. I need to go to Costa Rica for two weeks because then I'll become fluent. I've studied it so much. But um, going to the training made me fluent, and that is what I've been able to transfer um, throughout. And I think that's extremely meaningful and powerful about the, pro- the approach. Absolutely. I love what you're saying. So whether it's full immersion in Spanish or full immersion in Nurture Heart Approach, you have to have that level of 
living it before you can become fluent. Howie, did you have any idea that you had created this missing piece for not only working with kids, but just people and relationships in every aspect of, of living on this planet? Because that's what I'm know, hearing. I, 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 I feel like the uh, cosmic forces are only revealing as much as I can handle at any given time. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, they're, being, they're being very cautious in, 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 uh, in the magnitude of this, you know. I, but I could, look, I could look back and say, um, you know, maybe I got some signs early on, but I, I luckily didn't um, – was given only as much as I could keep, would keep motivating me right in front of my nose. <laughs> you know, Catherine, I'd like to pick up on something that you just said about full immersion and mm-hmm. then Sherry was saying. This is really a huge concept in what Sherry and I are working on, and as well as Howie, because, you know, you can't just have like a one day and then people are going to be like fixed and they're going to be more positive and happy and flourishing. You know, they really have to be it and live it. And Howie, that's something that you've always really been on top of, you know, Mm -hmm. become the approach, you know, be Mm -hmm. the approach. And it's just, we've translated that also into the workplace by making this workbook about seven steps in seven weeks and seven minutes a day. You want to tell us more about about that? Can you tell us, give us some... um, Without, you know, um, kind of what our appetite for the book, so you you could tell us like um, a little more about some of the pieces. Yes, I'd be I'd be glad to. Um, just like you know, you can't learn the whole nurtured heart approach in a day. You have to become it. What mm-hmm. we decided is how how can we get people in the workplace to really change, you know, and Sherry's really good with change management and how you get people to have that buy-in and want to go there. Mm -hmm. But once everyone has the buy-in and you have the teams in place um, to get this going, which is what we envision, is the book is set up in seven modules. And each module has a number of worksheets in it and it has, um, you know, tips and the key points, and it has a little bit of teaching in it. But it really looks almost like um, a workbook that um, maybe you would use when you were in school. You know, it's got nice pictures in it. It's got graphs. It's got uh, – it's very easy to read. What are some of the modules? What is, what is some – like uh, – like, uh, after the buy-in, after the buy-in, which I get is a masterful piece, and it's huge mm-hmm. for some people, and um, and I, I I get that one of the buzzwords now for uh, buy-in is well-being, and and there's so much research to support that. What what are like what are some of the steps? Okay, well thank you for asking because the first step, as we all know, is finding out where we are. You know, if if you decided you want to change, if you decided you want to be more positive. Where are you now? Mm-hmm. And our first, our first module is called Mindset, Opening to Experiencing Yourself and Others. Mm-hmm. And so the whole objective is to realize that you have a habitual way of relating and communicating and to be able to see yourself. And so we refer <laughs> back to the characters in Sherry's book. Is that Sherry laughing? Yeah, I'm Sherry sorry. Laughing. I love the characters. <laughs> yeah. the, characters the characters are, are fun. Yes, we have uh, Mrs. Crabtree. Now, you know, 
maybe by listening to that name, you could kind of think of her. You know, she's full of, she's task oriented, she's full of wisdom, but in her role as a team leader, she's all barking orders and punishing her staff all the time. You know, this is Crabtree. Um, there's another character, Mr. Moody. You know, he's close to retirement in the story, and he thanks his, you know, team members and stuff like that. But he's always moody. He's like too moody connect, to connect. And we have the fabulous leader, Senora Corazon. Well, in Spanish, Corazon is heart. So she's been accused of wearing the rose-colored glasses, and she's always finding the positive in everybody. She's always stopping to notice them, to recognize them, what they're doing in the moment, to uh, tell them what she's observing. She's communicating to the people that she values them. So how I think you recognize in those names and just these three that I've given you that all these characters play a part in the real world. And so when people read about the characters and they read the story, they can fit where they are without having to be told. You know, a lot Mm -hmm. of people, most people don't like to be told, you know, what they're doing wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, we Mm -hmm. all agree with that. So Mm -hmm. here they can kind of self-select who they are and Mm. who they would like to be. that's an interesting... um, And people have done that much to my surprise. I was a bit shocked. I didn't know that wasn't my vision. And, And then people said to me, oh, my God, I'm Mr. Silencio or... I'm Miss Crabtree. That's me. The moment someone gets in trouble, I'm reading them the policies. And I was laughing, and I couldn't believe it. I said, wow, that's so cool that you are identifying. And they said that it was a, it was a way to bring, like Alita was saying, it was a way to bring it out in them on their own, but with using a little playfulness and humor, mm-hmm. but knowing, too, that it was serious. So it got them to look at what do I need to change? What, do, what part of me do I need to get rid of mm-hmm. my own negativity? So it was kind of, it's mm-hmm. kind of been kind of fun playing You know, I, I, I like that step is uh, people, uh, where are we now? The first step is it, it's very... What I explained to a lot of people at this uh, certification training was so many um, so many trainers uh, that I've attended um, want to talk about methods right away. They want to talk about here's okay, here's what you do, and mm-hmm. uh, they want to talk about all the good stuff right away. And and I explained that that really nurtured heart is a dissonance model. Um, believe it or not, it it starts by creating the hiccup. It starts by creating, here's the, here's the reality. Here's the reality of normal parenting. It, it unintentionally rewards negativity. And, 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 and I like that you're creating that kind of hiccup, that dissonance of uh, starting place. It's, I right. think it's crucial to do that. That's why I tell those stories, and, and I really made it clear, please don't just walk into a room and say, we're our kids' favorite toys. Tell the story, because the story creates the hiccup. Absolutely. And I, I did see that with my staff. I wanted them to learn nurtured heart so that it wasn't an option. And that's another thing about our hiring. You're either on or off and if you're not on that's okay you go with a wonderful recommendation if you've earned it but if you um but we want only people that are willing to learn this approach and learn some um inside out but we found that too you can't just teach it 
they have to realize who they are and what are they bringing into the service as the as a professional. Mm-hmm. So it really has that trickle down effect as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's the next step? So the After next step people is people go, uh oh, I'm Mrs. Ha- I'm Mrs. Cap- Crabtree. I'm I'm all of it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And, of course, they could be several, you know, as you're saying, several different characters. So once this this kind of hits them in the face and they can see where they are on their own, they can choose, and most people are very honest about this in our experience, then we want to tell them, okay, why is it important that they change? You know, why should they be more positive? Why should they want to, you know, not be Mr. Moody or Miss Crabtree? Why might they want to be the leader, no matter what their position is, you know, whether mm-hmm. they're the janitor or the CEO, why is it important? So the second module is all about science. It's about the science of happiness at work. There's um, some wonderful statistics in here, as I mentioned earlier, about um, why it would be important for people to change. And so, for example, we have um, some, you know, um, worksheets in there where they answer about, you know, are they happy at work? Do they feel that their employer cares about them and provides them with a positive and healthy work experience? And about if they feel appreciated. So we have some worksheets for them to go through and kind of see how they feel about being at work. And this is designed not just for individuals, but for the leaders um, in management and up the chain as well. So they can really look at this and go, wow, you know, how am I appreciating my people, you know, or not? You know, why is it important? If I have a problem with my bottom line, having to, you know, rehire and retrain all the time, maybe this is it. So we do try to hit them with, you know, why it's important for the bottom line of the company and for the loyalty of their employees. Mm-hmm. And then as we go through the modules, we start to build. We talk about the Nurture Heart Foundations and language it in a way that people can relate to it, you know, as adults, but still keeping the major stories in there. And then it goes into support. We talk about the three stands that support the methods of the Nurture Heart approach. And Module 5 is to discover strategies that support the stands, like the recognitions. And then we give in Module 6 ways to accelerate the strategies to spiral positivity. And the last module is flourish, to ignite your greatness, So we take them on a journey, starting with where they are, they self-select, and then the next why it's important, and then we build the key tools to them over the course of seven weeks and encourage them to spend seven minutes a day working through the book so it changes them from the inside out. And it gives them all these practices and action steps and things to do. So it just changes them little by little. And to flourish, you know, flourishing isn't that hard once you realize you need to be more positive. It's really simple in adding a little bit more positivity each week, a little bit more. And so that's what this is designed to do. Mm. And the workplace, it sounds sounds wonderful, and I I love your application to the workplace. I'm wondering if you could explain or share some of maybe your success stories or how would it look if I have a company, you know, I have an organization, and I'm – feeling like I want your support, how does that journey look in terms of someone makes a phone call to you, Sherry, at ISIS, or how does that start? Yeah, it might be. It might come in an email or, um, 
you know, phone call. And, uh, and really it depends. I like to work with all organizations, so um, even small businesses or, or nonprofits. So sometimes I see what they're, you know, able to do, what they're seeking to do. Some people just pick the book up. Well, um, what's been really neat in my neck of the woods, people have known um, about some of my work. So the people that refer to us, some of them have just purchased about, you know, however many are on their management team, and they would purchase like 10 or 15, and they, you know, said this is what we're going to do. And some people just simply have used my first book and made more things happen. Uh, But then there are some people have done, um, I've done trainings i've been i've been very blessed to do employee retreats here and there um, which i really feel so inspired by um it's it's i've gotten some keynote speaking gigs here one in manhattan in december i just did uh so different people are doing different things and alita and i have developed um now we're developing more specific training to help people um, on that, and uh, we'll be rolling that out soon. But we're, we want to find a way to make this happen within anybody's budget um, and um, in a way that can make it really come to life for them. Uh, so it, it really can look like different things. I, I've done with some of the organizations, obviously they're sister organizations, so they serve children and families too, so the same population. Um, some I've done the training right from consulting with the management team, right to training in positivity, and then right down to, okay, now it's time to train in nurtured heart because you're the parent supporting the parents. So some of it's just been so powerful in that way, too. That's my favorite. That's definitely my favorite. Have you found that you've had companies outside of kind of the human services realm that have also been curious about this and interested in this model? Yes, I am um, because of the – my connection, I think, to positive psychology a lot, um, and I'm accredited in uh, Module 2, talks about the science of happiness, and that's what I was saying, too. I said, oh, my God, this is nurtured heart approach. Um, but I did become accredited because we're able to measure happiness at work, and we're even able to measure whether people feel recognized or feel pride, you know, have a sense of pride. Um, so I've been um, getting some work like that that's been, I don't know how people have found in, for example, in Manhattan that I just did in December, that was all corporate professional insurance women. Um, and I, they told me where they heard of me, and I never even heard of where they heard of me. Um, but it was about having positivity uh, in the workplace. So then I, was, uh, I tied in uh, some of those things. So it's spreading, and we're working on spreading. I'm working with a um, public relations person now here in this area, and, uh, you know, because I really want to spread it out in a bigger way, and you need good marketing for that. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I could see you um being being um very effective in um uh, and getting your work out there on on every level. I have no doubt. Have you have, have you been hired at this point to to actually do um, the follow-up of implementations in a in a corporate setting um, of various sizes, where the leadership gets excited and then they want help in terms of enacting it, making it 
full? I've had different um, opportunities that sometimes it's a speaking, sometimes it's um, like Mars, the M&M company. I've, they, they're very committed to having happy employees. Uh, it's pretty neat because you go into their, one, of their, one of their offices here in New Jersey and there's these life-size M&M characters standing around <laughs> and it makes you smile anyway. But I've done some things like that lunchtime um, pieces. Uh, but to get in deeper, that's what my, one of my visions is with Alita, which is why we're working with um, pub, some public relations to get it out there. I think what's really cool too is that the Wall Street Journal is searching for or the top 100 happiest places to work at the corporate level. Um, so there's a lot of energy around this now. It was even that, that was featured. What we talk about in Module 2 was featured on the cover of the Harvard Business Review, too, and the Wall Street Journal. Um, so that's what we're working on now is getting in at more deeper levels. I've had people here and there, some of it because of Nurtured Heart. I've had corporate execs say, oh, I need this in my workplace, and then, you know, one of them was a big-time Warner guy here in New York City, um, you know, so I've had little things here and there, but to get in deeper and deeper is what I would, you know, really want to do at this point. Mm-hmm. But you have the, you, you do have the model of ISIS to, to, to go by. Do you, uh, when you see glitches, in in a core in in a company like you know of course you know you teach people nurtured heart at ISIS at your at your workplace and uh, you then encounter real human beings being less than nurtured heart and uh, less than positivity pulse uh, have you had uh, any interesting experiences to share about how you um, move them through that, and how you move them into uh, deeper that that depth you've just talked about. Uh, absolutely, I've I've been very blessed to work deeply with this one organization. You know, from the executive leadership right down to the frontline workers. And I, you know, sometimes I say to the, I don't sometimes I say it straight away. <laughs> you know, sometimes this means that. Some people just have to go. They're not ready to take this journey with you. And, and, but if they can be, um, we know in, in, you know, in uh, the workplace, re, um, being able to rehabilitate somebody, so to speak, or to get them on board is a lot more cost effective. But if they're dragging you down and they're not being productive because of whatever challenges they may be having at that time in their life, sometimes that does mean moving out. And I, you know, I, ha- I experienced that myself. So I'm able to, I believe, empathize with leaders when, when, I, when that's happening. But because I've had my experience at ISIS, I see it so clearly um, where I don't know if I didn't experience it firsthand that I Can wouldn't see it that clearly. About, I'm going to interrupt you a second. Can Go you ahead. tell us can you can either of you tell us a story about moving uh, an employee, helping a leader move an employee um, to some next level uh, where there was resistance and they didn't have to get fired? Um, absolutely. Uh, we had 
definitely had some of that going on with someone I've worked with over the last couple of years since when the book first came out was three years ago. And uh, some people just weren't on board, but when they saw that leadership made this commitment and that leadership was ready to make that change too in their style of relating, um, because some of it was about Mrs. Crabtree, some of it was about Mr. Silencio trying to avoid the conflict, that made some major changes to the tune of the board of directors of that particular organization said, we don't care what's going on, something is changing. And because a lot of times with a board of directors, people will go over leadership's head and make complaints or make anonymous complaints. So this one particular organization, and, you know, mine included, but, you know, that's uh, that's anecdotal, Um, but they were able to make a lot of changes with folks that said, you know what, I want to be a part of this, and because I really – talk, you know, uh, coached and worked with the leader on her first, making her change, it made all the difference in the world, and they are working more cohesively, and they're still working at it. You know, it is about, I know how you talk a lot about keeping the impetus up, and change management, that's a major thing, is keeping the impetus up. Alita just graced us with coaching all of my leadership team um, right at the end of last of 2013 because I felt they I wanted them re-energized and I felt mm-hmm. she could re-energize them better than me and she did it with the seven steps so it is about being relentless I know you we you know how you teach that a lot being relentless being fearless keeping up that impetus because uh, you know we all get busy and whatnot so they're working on that and um, they are committed to it so they've managed to change the whole workplace environment around and and it is a work in progress it's definitely a work in progress it's not you know something like you know it's just something you have to live and breathe and when we fall off track though they get on track a lot easier now and that's the great thing you know when i was coaching sherry's leadership team um they're like yeah well we know nurtured heart you know but we will do this because you know sherry wants us to do it and lita's going to take us through it but then they got into it, and they discovered, like, whole new things about themselves because mm-hmm. of the way we have the worksheets and because of the journaling and because they were thinking about things um, that they hadn't been thinking about, you know, particularly before and writing about it and thinking about their experience and translating it. At the end of the seven weeks, they're like, oh, oh, my gosh. I mean, the whole consensus was I learned so much more. I've changed so much more from the inside out. You know, I thought I knew everything, but I became open to learning more through the process. So it was really gratifying to see that even with people that had been practicing the nurtured heart um, in the organization and with their with their um, clients, that they could still go to a much deeper level. Mm-hmm. And also, Hallie, you wanted to you say something about a testimonial a little bit ago, and I just wanted to say my favorite testimony was from a woman that um, we worked with that was um, the head of the human relations, uh, human resources department. And she started being coached by Sherry, and then she wrote us a wonderful testimonial at the end of um, working the seven steps. And what she had said was that she knew something was wrong. I mean, but she was getting to the point where she hated her job, and she hated to come in every day. All she was doing was calling people to 
into her office, pointing out what was wrong, you know, going over their evaluations, and every day she's walking the halls like, what's wrong with this person? What, you know, what are they not doing? And mm-hmm. she was so negative, she said she was starting to feel, you know, like pains in her stomach, and she really dreaded going to work, and she knew something was wrong, but she didn't know what it was. Well, once she started working with Sherry and worked through the seven steps, this great testimonial says, I love my job. I love my job now because I go to work. I see what's right with everybody. I point mm-hmm. out, you know, their strengths. I point out the good things. I, you know, help them along where they need it. But basically she flip-flopped her energy from negative to positive, And mm-hmm. she's a whole different person now. And that's just so gratifying to hear that. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's my favorite one because it really, she really did say, I was, I was so low, I hated my job to the point of getting physically ill. And now I love my job and I love helping people and I love having the nurtured heart in my organization. And she's putting it into her whole organization. So it really has been a gratifying mm-hmm. thing for her and for mm-hmm. us to hear about. That, that, that's a beautiful example, you guys, of how that first step that you were talking about, which, you know, I talk about naming the problem. You know, in Nurture Heart Approach, we don't typically talk about problems, but you have to name the problem to know how you're going to show up differently. And so, you know, we're so accustomed to looking outward to figure out what someone else is doing wrong or what the problem is. But you help that woman to kind of walk through that process of turning that, that, that eye inward. You know, how can I show up differently in that moment? What can I name in myself that I can modify? And I love that. It's a great example. Yeah, thank you. What's going right? It's what Howie's always said. What is right? What's going right, right. with this person in this time? Well, and, and stepping into that space of being truly reflective of our own piece in the puzzle, whether it's in a family or in a business or wherever, how can mm-hmm. we own our own piece in that, that process? You know, it's yeah. like a, a corporation is, is really one of those miraculous places like a school where mm-hmm. – where, um, you know, unlike a, fa- a home where, you know, you have, if you're lucky enough to be, a, uh, you know, have two stay-at-home parents, what's the odds of that? Um, mm-hmm. And you, you have your child all day, every day, where you can have a tremendous amount of input. You know, uh, th- there's a gravity to life. You know, life happens, and before you know it, um, you know, you have limited access. You see your child a little bit before school. You see a, your child a little bit after school. And uh, school becomes the place where you could have um, so much delicious, uh, exciting, inspiring um, input. And, and at some point down the road, it becomes the workplace. And uh, workplaces can miss the mark tremendously or uh, the new workplace is the place that's going to really have that beautiful um, uh, um, nurturing um, effect on people's lives and and help them fulfill themselves and help them see the beauty of who they really are. So I'm very excited about this. Mm-hmm. What would be a starting place you Gals, for, the, for anybody who's listening who's thinking, you know, I'm doing Nurtured Heart Approach or I'm a trainer or I have it in my family, to really start with the idea of, okay, now I want to take it into my workplace because not all trainers are working with, you know, children and families. They're working in all sorts of different arenas out there in the world. How would that look for someone who's looking, listening and, and thinking, all right, what do I do? You want to take that up, Sherry? Um, Well, I believe, obviously, I believe so much in the power of knowledge 
And I think a very first step is, you know, to read the book. I have to, I have to say about so Lisa when I met her. One? The the what? The power to change. Or the uh, no, the um, you mean for workplace? I I yeah. think the first book, if it's about wanting to do nurtured heart, I think the first book I wrote really explains that um, all. And so, and and it was designed. I know Alita said she stayed up reading it. It actually it was designed to be read on a plane, so it was quick. <laughs> um, and and I do think that from there, then the seven step guide. You know, if you like, you truly can follow that seven step guide without any help if you want to. I mean, we all know that people, even in therapy, get better without therapists, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because if you truly take it and live it and breathe it and just follow the steps, and that's why we wrote it that way. Um, you know, obviously you could get training after and coaching and all of that jazz, uh, but it's you don't have to. But I would think a very first simple step is gain that knowledge. Um, you know, if you want to take it a little further, there's readings they can always email us for research on you know why this makes good sense um i know some people have contacted me about that and i said you know i think if you want to get buy-in it's important to understand because the companies want to know about that research and then you know come at it from that angle and say well this is the research this is why and we know we could show you how um I, i hope that answered your question and is that all kind of available on your website sherry as well yeah, the, the books are they're on Amazon. It's all on my website as well. Um, so yeah, they're 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 there. <laughs> let me you guys say keep... that. Oh, go I ahead. I think what you're asking also is um, exactly it, and I'm I just would like to reiterate for the people listening the names of the books in case they're interested. So the oh, first good book Sherry wrote, yeah, it's called The Positivity Pulse: Transforming Your Workplace by Sherry Blair. And then the coaching book is called The Seven Steps to Ignite Flourishing Leaders, Teams, and Organizations. And that's the Positivity Pulse Action Guide. And that is written also by Sherry Blair and me, Alika Bayer. And both books, as she said, are available on on Amazon. So they can either look up the title or us as authors, and they'll come up. And then for training in their offices, they can um, call the ISIS number or they can go to um, the PositivityPulse.com website, and there's contact information there as well. And we'd love to hear from people. Yeah, we'd love to help them find a plan for what they could use in their workplace and how we could implement that and help their employees and their whole workplace turn into a place that's buzzing with positivity. Yeah, and we just designed different packages to try and help people in the best way possible. Um, so we have packages that we feel could help with everyone's budget because we understand budget is hard. Uh, so uh, we we designed that thinking of that too with our input um, in different ways. So we're coming up with creative ways to do that too. Uh, if, you know, people can't go on the higher end, we have alternatives that are really just as powerful. And aren't you, are you guys doing webinars or online kind of trainings as well? Did I hear that correctly? Yes. Tell us a little bit about that. We're going to be doing an online um, free seminar coming up. So people can go to the website and um, click on to it. The ISIS website is on, and I believe also uh, right now the PositivityPulse.com. And they can sign up for the free trainings that are coming up for the seven steps. 
So that will be great, and then that will tell them how they can move into the coaching um, to be able to choose a coaching package if they would like to go further with that. We so that's have a one-time training. training. Okay. Yeah, we have like a self-coaching package, and we have a group coaching package, and we have private coaching. So as Sherry was saying, we have three different coaching packages available that can fit everybody's different budgets. Mm-hmm. But the free training will be really great coming up. So. Um, and they're designed in the seven-week uh, spirit. Got you. Do, you. do you guys have a fantastic success story? People love stories. Is there a company that you've followed or a business that you've watched transform and flourish in front of your eyes that you could kind of share? Aside from your own, perhaps, Sherry? <laughs> oh, well, I am proud of, of my team, that's for sure. I love them dearly. Uh, I, I do have to say there is one amazing person. I think she's going to be the next Positivity Pulse coach. By the way, she's headed out to a CTI training for Nurtured Heart as soon as possible, um, hopefully this year. But I, I would say that particular organization has really taken this from every level out of the spirit of it uh, not being a it is top down but in a healthy way top down you know mm-hmm. I, I try and move uh, leaders away from that top down mentality but she did it from the top and trickled it all the way down in that very healthy way and that has been the most inspiring way um, even you you know tapping into all of these different things um, all that that are offered uh, different kinds of trainings retreats uh, coaching models. She's taken advantage. Um, their team created a coalition, and they've also, on their own, started using the seven steps as their committee. They called themselves the Transforming Leadership Coalition, mm. and uh, they were the committee to keep the impetus up because that's what we recommend in the workplace. So they've just really taken everything and, and have done it, including you know, including using Nurtured Heart. Um, with the parents of the challenging children. So they, they're they to be really honored and, and recognized in a major way. That's fantastic. I'm going to come back, and I wanted to give you know both of you and Howie a chance to kind of give some last thoughts, but I also want to take a time right now to thank anybody listening for taking the time, for breathing in the possibilities that Nurture Heart Approach has for creating positivity in your workplace. The next broadcast that we have coming up is March 14th at 12 noon Eastern Time. And I'm always excited, but I can't help but say I'm really excited to talk with Jamie Gregory and Wendy West Pidkamini, sorry, Wendy, as our guests. And they're talking (laughs) about rebirthing inner wealth in adults. So we hope that everyone will join us for the March broadcast. And if they haven't signed up for podcast reminders, you can go to childrensuccessfoundation.com and register, and the information about next month's podcast will be coming up shortly. Um, We also want to make sure people know that we have the Children's Success Foundation website for all the latest news, upcoming classes. There's the new certification training coming up in Australia in March, and also Sacramento, California coming up in June, and those are both open. So, all right, housekeeping aside, any last comments, Howie, that you want to talk about for our amazing guest today? Oh, I'm very, very grateful to uh, know what you're both doing, and um, I feel very graced to know you're you're bringing this to people who might not otherwise have impetus to find their way to positivity. and And I want to thank you both so much. Thank you for your brilliance and your inspiration. Well, thank you for inspiring, creating the nurture heart approach. <laughs> 
Yes, Allie, thank you for developing this for us. And it's just been an amazing journey as long as I've been in the Nurture Heart approach as one of the trainers and one of the um, the people that's really being able to take this out into the world. I feel really grateful to you for coming up with this. So thank you so very much for giving us this opportunity. Yeah. And thank you, Howie and Calvin, for having us today. It's been a real pleasure. And it's just very exciting that you're interested in our work and, and want others to hear about it as well. So thank you for giving us this opportunity. Well, I love it. I love that you both took the time to come today. And I have to admit, for me, it's so far outside of the realm of what I do every day. You know, So it's, it's, it's interesting and it's fascinating. It's kind of intimidating to think about taking Nurtured Heart out in these new arenas. But you two are doing it with such clarity and such passion and intention. Uh, you know, how can you not but light fires and, and everyone out there? Last pearls of wisdom from you two. We've got about a minute left. Uh, do like you mention your just website? Just do it. <laughs> just do it. You know, I'll, I'll, say, um, I'll say one piece is, is I remember 20 years ago when I was just honing this um, in, in context of parenting classes, and, and there were, you know, a, a handful of people who who kind of shyly come up to me at the end of class and say, wow, I've started using this in my workplace, almost as if they were doing it, all, you know, out of, out of you know, in, a, in, an un, in an unauthorized way. And, right. and uh, they tell me little tidbits, and I was always so tickled and so excited, and, um, but also knowing that I would never be the person who would do that personally. So I, I couldn't be more excited to know it's found its way out here in Absolutely. a more orchestrated, more organized way. That's a beautiful reminder we don't have to be doing all of it. And so thank you so much for your time. We're about to log off, and we will see you next time. Okay, thank you. Bye, have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Did you guys get the after call number? Yes. yes. Okay, we'll see you there. Bye. Okay, bye. 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 Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.